Hey guys, we just wanted to bring you greetings from uh, Kevin and Nicole. Uh, for those of you who know us, you know that we are based in uh, a city in the Middle East called Doha, which is in the nation, the state of Qatar. Uh, we currently, however, find ourselves down in South Africa, uh, out on a farm. Friends of ours have very graciously opened their doors to us. They've got a guest house here and we're busy um, living here on this farm. Uh, we'd come out as a family to connect with uh, some extended family and to see our eldest son who's at boarding school here in South Africa and get to watch some rugby. Sadly, all of that was turned on its ear and uh, we now currently just uh, waiting for the borders to open here from South Africa and uh, for Qatar to open their borders so that we can get back to what is home for us. And uh, and uh, just as we're going through this time, I found myself um, being uh, reminded by the Lord that part of the gift of this trial and this test for us is that is that we're getting to understand what, for some people, is their everyday normal. Some of the pressure, some of the tests, some of the, the uncertainty, some of the difficulty that they're under, um, we're getting a small taste, and I, and I put the word small in there very purposefully because I don't think even what we're facing currently can compare with, with what many others are facing. We, we feel incredibly blessed and well taken care of. We feel provided for by, um, by a loving Father, and, uh, and yet we have friends, and many of you, as we've thought about you and as we've prayed for you, we, we've often thought about um, what Paul writes about is a severe trial and a test that uh, that our friends living in Zimbabwe are going through. And uh, I just uh, I just wanted to say it's uh, it's it's been a privilege in the last couple of weeks just to identify in a small way with what has become some of your normal, some of your normal reality. And uh, I'm sure with this current uh, pandemic, uh, that's only added to some of your burdens and to some of your stresses and to some of your challenges. But we are um, wanting you to know that that uh, while we might not be physically with you in the in the reality of you of it, we do carry you in our hearts. And uh, uh, just in chatting with Vessi the other day, we were just talking about some of uh, we really are getting to the place where we're over this now. This is no longer. Um, uh, a very pleasant experience. We are, it never has been a pleasant experience, but it's becoming very, very unpleasant in terms of just how long it's dragging on. Uh, Vessi said it would just be really good just for, for us just to connect with you. Um, obviously, having been with you on two other occasions, loved both of our visits to you, loved being among you, loved being with you, loved uh, developing our friendship with Vessi and Sumin, particularly Sumin, she's a lovely lady. And uh, we 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 do continue to pray for Vessi. He's a he's a great guy. He's a great guy. Um, but uh, we uh, we we do think of you often, and we do think of you fondly. But as we think of you, one of the scriptures that has come to mind is is the scripture in James chapter one. And, and friends, when we're facing trials, and when we're facing tests, and when we're going through any kind of suffering, um, joy is a very difficult thing to find. But here in James chapter one, it speaks about. In verse 2, it says, count it all joy, my brothers. And that word count is, a, is an accounting term. It's a, it's a commercial term. It means when you're balancing the books of your life, you need, to, you need to look at this time that you go through, these times called trials and tests of many kinds. You need to reckon those things. You need to count those times as, as, uh, as being labeled as a time of great joy. And uh, it sounds so counterintuitive to be thinking of, of a difficult time and a testing time as something that we should enjoy. 
that we should actually learn to enjoy, that we should recognize as a time of joy. And uh, James goes on to give the reason for that. He says, he says, count it pure joy, my brothers, when you face trials and tests of many kind. And then he says this, the reason for that is because you know, there's a certainty, you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And then he says something about this thing called perseverance. He says, but let perseverance have its complete work in you so that you'll be mature, complete, not lacking anything. It's, it's an amazing thing that, that even in the midst of uh, things being taken away from us and us losing things, what God is uh, trying to work in us, if we'll let perseverance have its complete work in us, is to bring us to a place where we'll be more complete, we'll be more mature, we'll be in a place where we lack nothing, and we're able actually to be a resource for those who are in need. And uh, as, as we've thought of you as a church, when you read verse 12, jump down to verse 12, it says this, it says, Blessed is the man who remains steadfast or perseveres under trial. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. And uh, I think that's, as we've thought of you as a church and as a people living in Zimbabwe, where you face and have faced for many, many years, all kinds of various trials, tests of many kinds, as you've gone through some incredible difficulties, one of, one of the things that, that has inspired us who are your friends around the world is that you are people who are called blessed by God because you are men and women who persevere under trial. And after you've stood the test, there's going to be a crown of life. I, I believe that that speaks not only of eternity, but here in this life here, that, that God is going to put on you as, as a people and as individuals this incredible thing called the crown of life. And uh, so many times when things have been taken away from us, we feel anything but that we are royalty. We don't feel we don't feel like we're royalty at all. And uh, I, I believe that God wants to encourage you in this time. I, just as I was thinking about my own life and, and about this time, and just to say, I mean, our challenges and our trials and our tests can't even begin to compare with some of the challenges you're facing. I think South Africa in the coming days, weeks, months, possibly years, will uh, South Africans, Christians who live in South Africa will need to speak to their friends who live across the border in Zimbabwe. And you'll be able to help many of us in uh, negotiating and navigating some of the tests and the trials that we could be facing economically. And I, I'm not wanting to prophesy over South Africa um, any anything other than God's incredible blessing and favor and, and, and goodness and all of those good things. But I but I do recognize that uh, that we could need to come and learn from our brothers and our sisters like you, who've lived under severe trial, under severe test for so long, and uh, also learn from you in, in how to persevere through those times. But I, I feel like one of the things, the gifts in this time that God's just been reminding me of is, is actually that, there, and there are many gifts in this dark room called... Uh, called coronavirus as, as we go into a season where things feel quite dark i feel like god wants us wants to switch on the lights where he wants to allow our eyes to adjust to the dark so that we can see some of the gifts that lie hidden in this 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 dark time this difficult time this very challenging time one of the one of the great gifts is that is that god is wanting to take us deep 
and uh, in slowing us down or allowing us to be slowed down, one of the things that God is doing with me is he's wanting to take me deeper. And whenever God is going deeper with us, he's, uh, he's getting hold of things that we kind of gloss over, things that we, that we kind of uh, we don't pay attention to in the way that we should. And uh, that could be with respect to our relationships. It could be with respect to our thinking patterns. It could be with respect even to our character. Uh, God is wanting to go deep because of uh, the, the, the incredible heart that he wants to take us to. I love that when you look at a tree, um, what you see is you see the visible reality of, uh, of the branches, the trunk, the branches and the leaves. Somebody once said that if you want to know what a tree's roots look like, just look at what the branches, what, look, what it looks like above the soil. Often it's an exact replica of what's underneath the soil. And, uh, and so if we're wanting to be trees that grow tall and, and stretch out to the left and to the right and can accommodate um, the birds of the nations and we can uh, throw shade for, for people, then we need to be people that allow God to take us deep. And so, hey, we just, uh, we just wanted to say how's it and, and let you see our faces. I wish we could see your faces, those of you we got to know on the last two visits that we were there. There's some precious, precious people there people that Jesus put a value on by going to the cross and shedding his blood. You weren't redeemed by silver or gold uh, or by precious stones, but by the blood of Jesus. You, you're that important to God and uh, you're that important to others that, that your life, the price on your head was the blood of Jesus. And um, so we think fondly of you often and uh, we, we ask you that you'd continue to pray for us as we pray for you that God will continue to use you in that place, that God will continue to resource you, that God will continue to surround you. And uh, so it's great to have been chatting to you. Trust that you're encouraged by this time. God bless you. Much love from Nicole and I. Bye.